18 to 25. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I must have looked at an old email. Okay. Uh, we're looking at uh, 1 Corinthians um, 1, 18 to 25. It's today's reading. Okay. Christ, the wisdom and power of God. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jew and Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. This is the word of God. Thanks, Tom. And the gospel reading for today is taken from John chapter 2. Would you now please stand for the gospel reading? John chapter 2, 13 through 22. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found men selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at the tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all the temple area, drove all from the temple area, both sheep and cattle. He scattered, scattered coins of money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Get these out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? His disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. When the Jews demanded of him, What miraculous sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. The Jews replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to raise it in three days? For the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please sit down. Let us pray. In the name of Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a joy to come to Satin Anakin Church. See you all this morning. Do you know the reason why I like fish and chips very much? Because I was trained in Wicked Hall in England. Uh, the only food 
I like the most is the Friday dinner. There's a fish and chips. Yeah. I would like to extend my warm welcome to those who are being confirmed today, but also to their parents, guardians, family, and friends. Well, today let us think about conflicts in a context of confirmation. Confirmation is not like passing an exam. I think he would not exam them in front of us, right? It's, it's more like receiving a passport. So they are ready for travel, ready for adventure. God is inviting you to embark for yourself on the journey of life. In confirmation, they are responding, saying, yes, I'm ready for the path ahead. And they will make their journey as citizens of heaven. Their royalties is to God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Today begins your journey of taking responsibility for your own life, for your own choices about how you will live, what you will do, and where your life will take you. Today, the gospel message is about Christ cleansing the temple. God is love. Jesus Christ brought peace and reconciliation to the world. I think we expected Christ must, arrive, uh, must avoid conflicts at all causes. But today, the gospel message on temple cleansing told us that Jesus did not always behave peacefully. He did not avoid conflicts. Jesus stood up for what he was right and true. The temple was God's holy house in Jerusalem. However, the temple was being misused by people who had turned it into a marketplace. They had forgotten or did not care God's house is a place of worship, not a business nor a place for making a profit. Apart from being misused of temple, Jesus was anger with those who called themselves God people. They professed to love God, but were living a contrary lifestyle. Jesus was filled with determination to keep that house of God pure and holy. So Jesus got himself into a conflict. He picked up a fight. Being a matured Christian, a confirmed Christian, do we shy away from conflicts? Are we afraid to get angry because we think it is unloving? Conflicts are inevitable in our life if we want to stand up for what is right and what is true. The incidents of temple cleansing in a section of, um, in, a, in a season of land, offered a prediction that Jesus would sacrifice himself on the cross 
in the ultimate conflicts on sin. Our attitude toward the church is wrong if we see it as a place for personal context or business advantages, or see a church as a shopping center providing different religious activities to meet our own needs. Church is not a place for getting our own benefits or our own interests, but a place to worship God and a place to embody God's vision. To witness God's vision, we might encounter conflicts. Today's message to you is don't be afraid. Jesus had been through the ordeals of conflicts, tapped into yearning that God has placed deep inside of you, a yearning to live in an authentic life, a meaningful life, a desire to be will, to be connected. Dear confirmation, confirmation candidates, my prayer for you today is that God's Spirit will give you the strength and the courage and the faith to do just that. Amen.